0: Welcome back to another episode of Talk Ports. I'm Neil, and alongside me tonight, I am joined by fellow long suffering Port Around fam, Johnny Dunlop. Johnny, how are you keeping?
1: Not too bad, Neil. I was sort of hoping this international break might have. Well, we haven't had an international break, but I hope these run of international fixtures with Northern Ireland might have put an end to um, any depressing football for a wee while. But unfortunately, it's just added to it.
0: <laughs> well it certainly has been depressing but uh, we'll, we'll touch on that very soon before we go any further if you'd like if you'd like to like and subscribe to the reports tv youtube channel that would be greatly appreciated and you can also find us on all spot or spotify what am i talking about on all different uh, podcast platforms such as spotify anchor anchor google podcast apple Podcasts, etc etc i'm getting very tongue tied tonight tongue twisted um yeah, where to start? So since I last did a show, which I apologise to anyone that had the misfortune of actually having to listen to me ramble on for 35 minutes. But since then, we have played Armagh City in the League Cup, Larne in the League, and Don and Swift's last Friday. The Carrick Rangers game in between that was postponed because of um, the, the death of the Queen. So we've played three games since, we're going to touch on them in due course. I don't really want to touch on them too much for obvious reasons, because it has been a rather, yeah, we used depressing, but I could probably use a couple of other adjectives beginning with D to describe the last <laughs> couple of weeks, like reported <laughs> down. But this is a PG show after all. So uh, I suppose we just address the elephant in the room straight away. We'll, we'll we'll go to something that also begins with D. We'll just start at the Dungannon game because I feel like the Lauren game and Armagh City games were, were that long ago and, you know, we've, we've, we've got a couple of fixtures coming up in the League Cup and all soon as well, so we'll talk about that. um. But, yeah, Johnny, what's your thoughts on the Dungannon game last Friday? Like I said, I feel like the Lauren game and all is too long ago now to even talk about it, to be honest.
1: Um, I think it was a wee bit like everybody else leaving Stangmore on Friday night. It really... Dejected, dying. Well, those are those the two days that you were talking about, Neil? When you were talking about <laughs> how, to, how to describe? <laughs> I <decisions> know. <before>. <laughs> Didn't think Definitely so. Definitely not. <laughs> um, no, dejected, dying, disappointed. Um. Arguably, you know, it was that it was that first game on paper that you thought to yourselves we have a real chance of getting something here from it. We have a, a real good chance of of. Getting our first points of the season, you know our first, you know, I don't want to harp on it, harp on about it, and um, but like our first six fixtures of the of the season, league fixtures, hadn't been kind to of, so The top six from last season, the current six from top six from this season, and um, if we'd have got anything from it, we would have been over the moon. We would have thought we were punching above our weight. We didn't, and um, and I don't think in our hearts, our hearts, we really expected any, to get anything from those games, but. The Dungan game, you know, we, we went into it, you know expecting to get something from it, and couldn't get off to a worse start. Twenty one seconds, um, which was madness. It's such a big game to be one down after after twenty one seconds, um, and you know we didn't really recover from that. As um, so i was sort of saying to. You, before we started you know i've, I've talked the week to sort of fortunately think about it play it over my head like i said we all came away on friday night disappointed dejected angry maybe even at the way things had gone um i've tried to think of it rationally because at the minute we're probably all a wee bit guilty of not being rational about things and not putting things in perspective um you take away that twenty, that first twenty-one seconds, and this is all hindsight. And maybe it's me just trying to make myself feel a wee bit better about things. You take away those first twenty-one seconds, and you take away. I haven't. You've watched the back. I haven't had the heart to watch the wee reports, TV highlights from the game.
0: Oh, here um, it didn't say I watched the full highlights. That's all the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> cause, but because I'm the same as you,
1: I'm going by you. That you know, and I think I've seen others say that it wasn't a penalty, even if it was a fight. It was outside the box. Apparently. Never um, you take those two things aside from it and it doesn't help it doesn't suddenly get you back three points or anything like that but I thought there wasn't much between the two teams arguably the two sides had the same sort of chances you know we rattled the bar with, with Polly McNally um, was it Oshin county maybe missed um, a decent chance as well Um, Swifts can also say that, you know, but it wasn't as if the Swifts totally steamrolled us, hammered us, were head and shoulders above us. They got the breaks um, and put the ball in the net, which unfortunately the common theme with us is we can't put the ball into the net. Two goals in our first seven league games, one of those was a penalty. I think it tells you all you need to know about where our problems lie. Um we don't and it pains me to say it too. Contradict myself because we're talking about with a few chances in Friday night, Paddy hit the bar and stuff. But that has been far from the norm. We just don't we look like we're not you know, we don't look like scoring. If we go one down, you you start to worry because where are the goals coming from? We don't look attacking, we don't look like we'll have an attacking threat of anything anything worthwhile um but listen this has been we've all been saying it and um, we just don't have anybody to put the ball in the net i'm afraid
0: yeah i think that's to be fair i think that is a very rational analysis of the game and you're right we've all been guilty of it and um, myself included and i think i usually am pretty good at looking down the middle looking down the line and stuff but i mean If you were a fly on the wall in our car back up the road, back up the motorway on Friday, you would have felt sorry for my dad and brother because I must have ranted the whole way from Dungannon back to Carrick Fergus. And, like, (laughs) I mean, it's not a short drive. Like, I was so, I was so angry. Like, just, I just really thought it was such a good opportunity. And I think, do you know when you go to certain games and it's it's sort of like it feels like a make or break game or even like it's like a big time failure and you know it was a Friday night, the lights were on, you knew Portadown were going to bring a big crowd and stuff, and I, I like I was I was actually like were people nervous going into it? I had texted you during the day mm-hmm. and I was saying I feel excited going into it because I was like I thought this is a chance to you know you know to lay a marker. And just to go one 0 down after like twenty seconds was just it just like sucked all the positivity out of the fan base. I think Because, a thing. Like you know, people were, like and I mean, of course, there's been a few the track of the, the and comments and stuff. And I get that. And but I really thought at, at the game, it just, at, just for, for for to go one 0 down so early. It was just so disappointing, and it was frustrating. And I like I, I did say, you know. The mates and all after. I, I don't actually think, like you said, I don't think there was much between the two teams at all. But the reality is, Ghana have people that can put the ball in the back of the net, and that is where that is something we are not doing. And I mean, you can trade fine lines and stuff, but the reality is, I want to say it. Portadown have lost Lee Bonus and Adam Sally within the space of eight months of each other and you know when you lose your two main goal threats not that last season you know we were banging the goals in left right and centre as well but when you lose two main
1: players up top you know You also add to that Stephen Murray and Rory Crossgree you know as well now I know you know Obviously you know, in the likes with the likes of maybe Adam Sally and stuff, you know, there's obviously things that went on behind the scenes and, and off the field and and stuff like that. And each one has, has different reasons why they're not at the club. But like you said, you know, within what with uh, the last eighteen months, maybe less than that, you've lost Lee Bonus, Adam Sally, Stephen Murray and Rory Crossgreet. You know, those are were four year forward players that were scoring weren't scoring uh, Maybe Lee aside, they weren't scoring um thirty goals a season, don't get me wrong, but they were scoring goals. Also put with that, there's not much goals from our midfield. You know, it's it's okay if, it, if sometimes if, if if the strikers aren't scoring many goals, but you have a, a couple you know, or even goals spread out throughout the team, it helps, but unfortunately, you know, we don't have that. Um even there's another one, Chris Lavery, arguably, as well, you know, that, that has departed, that would have chipped in with the goals or two. So, you know, there's five players since what, since last, not summer just gone, but last summer that we have lost and they haven't really been, haven't been replaced.
0: It's, it's, it is very frustrating and I can see 100% why questions are being asked and I'm not even going to get, into hammering people or players it's just, it's not me like um but what i will say and i'm, I'm closing it on the dungana game because i'm even talking about it makes my skin crawl <laughs> um, is i like you i couldn't even bring myself to watch the highlights and i didn't even i couldn't do you know what even the the second goal of the penalty which was never a penalty see from the view I had of that you could see a mile off it was not a penalty and I I didn't even watch it back like it 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 was only a couple of days ago where I actually watched a quick clip to see and it was it it was 100% not a penalty do you know what it was a it was a Twitter poll and it was like is this a penalty and it was the clip of of that and you could see quite clear and that's it I haven't even watched the rest I didn't do you know what I was so hacked off I didn't even watch any of the rest of the highlights of any other games I still haven't seen the goals I was so angry and you know usually Kirsty would text me during the games and stuff oh how's it going blah, blah 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 she has the flash scores updates on her phone because she knows whether or not to contact me or not depending on how it's going or she'll text me like, "Here, guess what? Put on a rubbish or what?" And even she didn't do it. Like she just knew she was like, "I'm not even gonna text them because it's gonna be bad." And like even like Party for example, he usually would be straight on how the game go, bloody blah, bloody blah, blah, blah. And he was like, "I'm not even gonna message him and let him calm down
1: before
0: because <laughs> I was so angry." And <laughs> um, so it took me a good few days to calm down. Not like um. But we'll leave it at Dungan game because a big game coming up here on Friday night, live on BBC on the on the iPlayer again, We're playing our local local rivals, Glenavon. It's always a big occasion. It's always a good game. It's always a chaotic game as well. Um, so without trying to... I, I don't want to go into too much of a preview and stuff and try and set us up for a fall because the reality is the knives are out but Portadown really Oh. Themselves um the fans are performance like and you know if your season is hinging on something what a what there's no better opportunity to try and turn it round than a Friday night game again under the lights against your mid oster rivals that everybody loves getting one up over, so there's a great opportunity here, as you say, if they can win and suddenly it it all turn changes in the mood is all you know. It goes the other way, and suddenly everyone's all happy and, and all again. And then it's, you know, he, he contends the gap. Because, I mean, realistically, Duncan are playing Limfil this weekend, so you'd expect them to lose, in theory, of course. Um, and Ballymena are playing Glentorn, So, again, there is an opportunity here. Without even having to preview the game too much, I want to talk about what, what if you could give me a couple of great memories you have of between Portadown and Glavin it doesn't have to necessarily be, I know you're, I know what the obvious choice is going to be, the Stevie Karen Cup final, like, but even just random games between Port of England and Glen, Glen Glen over the years that maybe people forget about or certain moments, you know, that have happened, just, just talk about that because there always is, there's always, there's always controversy in these games. There's that's, you know, that's a given.
1: Um, two that sort of stick out in my mind, um, well, one of them was, I am, um, not last season, season before. Um the sort of the real COVID hit season. Um, and okay. when the league didn't start to October. We it was our first season back in the championship. Remember we played Glen Avon at Bourneview, it was on mm-hmm. a Friday night, wasn't it? Or was it a Saturday? No, it was
0: a, it was a Saturday evening. Saturday yeah. evening.
1: Um it was our first game back right in the league for what three years and stuff now. We were part of the media team, so there's no way supporters weren't allowed. Now, we were part of the media team, so we were privileged to be able to be at the game. And just it was just, it was weird. It was our first taste of real football since everything had shut down. When was that? Was that back in March, the previous March, that it had shut down?
0: shut down. Our last game was the victory away to PS&I, and it was at the dub, and it was on my birthday. That was our last game. Uh,
1: so <laughs> this is the first first taste. no away supporters whatsoever. Um and like we just we ripped Glen Avon apart. You know, first game back, four two went up Mournview. And like there was only me. Me m- who was there? Me, Mark, and Matt. Probably the two Matt's at the time, Matt, you know, doing the recording for Way Force TV, and just it just it'll always stick in my head because first game after COVID, no OS supporters, we and Glen Alban supporters were all spread out, you know, so we were sort of in the vicinity of yeah. Glen Alvin supporters because they were all spread out over their three stands. And us, you know, Tansing, I think Mark Bates had taxed me the next morning because he had danced that much to and not because he didn't you up giving that stacks like because you were surrounded by Glen Alvin supporters. <laughs> Bates then texted me the next morning that his whole shoulder or his arm or stuff was really sore because he'd sat the whole match dancing every time we scored. Um, it was just it was just brilliant. Um, and then also that season, we beat them four again at Shamrock later on in that season. Um, again, I don't, there was no fans at all in at that one. Again, we, yeah, r- we ripped Glen Alvin apart. Absolutely ripped them apart. We had to beat Glen Alvin seven. I know that sounds like I'm over-exaggerating, but honestly... If we had to beat Glen seven that day, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have flattered us. We won four, hit the bar two or three times, just totally, totally tore them apart. Um, Glen maybe had a man sent off, probably the last we beat. Man, <laughs> actually, um, um, but no, we absolutely hammered them, and two. The ironic thing about that was that you couldn't really celebrate. It was on the Saturday, and then we played them on the Monday or the Tuesday night again on okay. BBC, and they beat us. So <laughs> you weren't you got three days of gluten. and um, but no, those two really stick out for me. There's obviously the you know when we were in our our pomp and the you know the two thousands, um, you know you were handing out Higgins to Glen Oven on a regular basis. So you were. Um, probably never appreciated it. <laughs> um, never appreciated those days, probably full stop, like. Um, but, like you were saying earlier on, it's a mid Ulster derby. Um, you know, it's, it's probably the result last Friday night has probably made it a bigger game than it already was. Um, it's a massive game from our point of view. And, um, it's probably a big, it's obviously a big game for Glen Alvin as well. and um, I see some of their supporters already on, on social media and forums and stuff are already building themselves up for a defeat. Um I think it's 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 you no know, like when somebody holds the door open for somebody else and they go, No, you go, no, you go first, no, you go first. I think poor Dynam Glen Avon supporters are both trying to talk themselves out of winning and trying to say no. I think you are gonna hammer so these are gonna win. Um no but I'm I'm looking forward to it under the lights. Dive on the BBC player, and um, there ever was a time to try and change the mood, give a performance, and get a result. There's definitely no better time,
0: yeah. Yeah, just when you're talking there about you know, us being our pomp and the early noughties and stuff. I always remember a game, it was the 02 03 season, so we were league champions at the time, and um, we finished second this season, obviously, to the Glens. But do you remember in the Irish Cup, and we played them? In March I always remember it was the time of my birthday. And I always was beating five at Shamrock Park. Always remember five. It was, was real really there, was it? Yep. Real mucky,
1: really there. Hammered them.
0: Absolutely hammered them. And I, I I that one always sticks in my head. And then as a kid, you know, in the ninety five, ninety six season we won the league, you know, you know, we beat them the penultimate game of the season and stuff, and you know, Every the crowds on the pitch and stuff, and I was only a, like a wee lad at that stage. Like, and um, that's meant that's near thirty years ago. That is actually terrifying when you think about it.
1: They never um, beat us seven 0 that season that we won the league.
0: I remember that too. That was that wasn't that was only like a couple of months before that as well. they put
1: they beat us two in the semi final the Irish Cup that season as well after a replay?
0: Four one wasn't it? I, I
1: can't yeah. remember. I Can't remember.
0: Uh, the hammer, it's like, Uh I always remember, I remember that too, and, there's been some great battles, over the years, like even the season, 2014, 2015, and the Boxing Day game, and, they finished three each, they scored a last minute penalty, and all, there's there's always something happens, there's always, penalties, and red cards, and, last minute drama, and stuff, but to be honest, I would take a boring, a watch, paint dry, 1-0 victory, like, even if it's the Glenavon defender kicking the ball and it hits off somebody's backside and goes in, I don't care. All I want is just the win and hopefully get us back on the right track because like I said, the last week or so has been just so disappointing and draining. And but I am I am looking forward to the game now. Like I am I'm looking forward to it. It should be good. You know, I just really hope we we'll get a good crowd. And they really get behind the team because, as you say, if there's ever a game, you know that you could use to really turn the change the mood around the club, it's this one. And who better to do it against than your local rivals? But at the same time, Glen Glenavon are going to be coming down thinking we can really turn the screw on Portadown and watch them implode. Um. So fingers crossed that doesn't happen. But yes, anyway, I'm not going to touch to talk too much more about the Glenavon game because. After that, we've got another couple of league games. We've got, um, we've got Ballymine away, which is obviously going to be a tough game, and then we have Newry at home on the fifteenth, and then in between that as well, we have Dungannon again in the league
1: cup. League up, yeah, I uh, forgot about Dunghanon in the league cup.
0: And we've Warren Point away in the Mid Ulster mm-hmm. Cup as well. So plenty of games to talk about. So how would you? Listen, I mean, we talked about it before in the first one we did this season about the league cup. Should, like, the cup competition should be something where you go. It could be a welcome distraction from the league. Mm.
1: Do you know what I'm I mean? Not, yeah, I, I agree. I'm not all for this. Oh, we'll play a second string team in the in the league cup. I, I see. I see the reasons for doing it in the Mid Ulster Cup, but in the league cup, I would be going all out, playing my best team to try and get results because when breeds, when you know. Like you say, it can be a welcome distraction. And why not? You know, you get the right sort of a draw. Um, who was it? Was it Warren Point did they get the uh, they Cup semi-final last year? Was it Warren Point? Warren Point got... and yeah, um, um, was it?
0: Warren Point got the Irish Cup semi-final a uh, few years ago yeah. as well.
1: And, you know, it just you get the right, you get kind draws, you know what I mean? Before you know it, you are in the or semi-final or something, and there's nothing. You know... Obviously the league's your bread and butter. You know, if somebody said to me today, do you want to win the league cup or do you want to get relegated? You know, or do you want to stay up? You know, you take and staying up in the league every day of the week. But um there's nothing that you know, you want to give something to supporters, you want to put smiles on supporters' faces. Supporters want to see love a cup run. You know, there's no reason why the two can't go hand in hand, why you can't be doing well in the league or improving in the league and also winning in cups and you know, progressing through cups. No that makes Both holds remain
0: for Main win games. Yeah, no, absolutely. And as you say, winning breeds confidence. You know, it's and to win games, you obviously have to score goals and stuff, and scoring yeah. goals breeds confidence as well. So that'll be a game you know you'd be really targeting the win, and it can really change the mood. Because you like you said it from the start of the season, you know, if you had a a favorable draw, you just never know, and there are still no disrespect, of course there are still clubs that are lower ranked than us cuz they're in the championship and all um so you know what you want is some of them to get through and then you know you have an opportunity in the next round if you do get through yourselves but i'd be going down it on gallum with nothing to fear because you know there wasn't much between the two sides the other night like so yeah. fingers crossed palomino away and Yuri at home there are also two massive games as well
1: palomino
0: yeah, um, are uh, the team
1: mm-hmm. But Balmina aren't going well. I can see, I see a few of their fans are very disgruntled at their, at their start to the season as well. I suppose sometimes all supporters are guilty, but we're on our own wee bubbles sometimes. And we only maybe pay and to ourselves and maybe see Dungan and their teams that you think is going to be in and about you. But the Lexus, you know, Balmina have had a really poor start to the season. Um, You know, so there's points to be had there, but, you know, we need to up our game. We need to. Need to look like we're gonna score goals, which I know it's
0: not an easy thing to do if you haven't been, but you know, there, there needs to be a big improvement. And then the same as for Veneuri. Yeah. We have who have done all right, like you know that they spanked Glenn Avon the other week as well. You know, they 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 have one game thus far, and obviously they beat Dungannon last week too. So that's a game we cannot afford to lose because they're already no. six points clear of us. Yeah. So it is absolutely imperative. But yeah, um, I think we'll leave it there. Mm-hmm. And like I said, um, if everyone and anyone can just get themselves to the Shamrock Park on Friday night, get behind the team. They really need us all right now more than ever. And hopefully we can whip up a good atmosphere, get a at Glenavon, hopefully get a good result and turn the mood round. But at the end of the day, it's gonna rest with the eleven men on the pitch slick
1: <laughs> Definitely <laughs> before we go here, a few three few plugs for things. Um, we, we, our courts, have sponsored a family fan zone before the game against Glenavon on Friday night. It's just, it's inside the home end as soon as you go through the turnstiles. Um, there's going to be some music. There's a ice, ice cream van. There's face painting. There's going to be a skills freestyler. Um, music. There's a few inflatable football games and stuff like that. It's open from 6pm. So any families or young kids and stuff definitely get yourself along to the game a wee bit early and avail of that um, We Are Ports family fan zone. There's something I think Mark is maybe looking to do, maybe a wee bit more regular during the season. This is a sort of a you a sort of toe in the water to see how it goes, but I we'll definitely recommend that people avail a lot. Also, um, Community Director Dave Wiggins, um, he has relaunched the family and community area within the homestand there. Um, Block Bay within Homestand has been designated, um, as a family and community area, so um, it's going to be a place probably more suitable than that there for the likes of children and families and community visitors and stuff. So um, as I say, Block Bay has been designated. There's our new family and community area, so definitely make use of that as well. Any families or kids, community people coming. Um. So it is I'm trying to think if there's any other homework here or housekeeping before I go. And there is another initiative by the club again through the community director Dave Wiggins. Um, there is. Let me see if I can find it here. Is they,
0: this is um, turning into uh, a, a. Is this is turning Dave Wiggins uh advertisement company here? It is. This? It
1: is. <laughs> it is. Um. Dave's paying me every time I say his name. Here this <laughs> evening, I'm on commission. Let me see if I can find the details here. Yes, here it is. It's a winter coat project. Um, so the club are asking anyone attending the Mid Ulster Derby to consider supporting the Thomas Street Methodist Church winter coat project. It's an association with ROC Northern Ireland. Um, volunteers from Thomas Street Methodist will be in hand at the front of the stadium to accept donations of new or used coats, scarves, and gloves, as well as brand new hats. With any donations given to support people locally and around Northern Ireland this winter as a deal with the cost of living crisis. So, there's my housekeeping done on behalf of Mr. Wiggins.
0: Very good. And yes, folks, if you just want to check all that out there, as Johnny said, that would be greatly appreciated. So, on that note, I think we'll wrap things up here. And um, like I said earlier, um, if you could like and subscribe to the Airports TV YouTube channel, if you want to uh subscribe, you can get notifications whenever um we have any new shows out, um and any interviews and whatnot as well. That'll be greatly appreciated. Leave us a bit of feedback. If you think we're hopeless and I'm not talking about the team, then just let us know. It's not a problem at all, like but yes, I'm sure I shall see you on Friday night, John. Friday night under the lights at Shamrock Park, Portadown versus Glenavon. Come on the ports.
1: Second it